What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Devontae's World Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 11. Listen, I hope everybody is doing very well um, during this time. Uh, shout out to everybody that's listening to me everywhere in the country, in the world right now. We really appreciate you. We are on episode 11, people. Um, 11 episodes, right? Shift, don't stop. You know what I'm saying? Before we actually get into all of that, you know, before we get into the messages, and you know, all of my good stuff, uh, let's <clears throat> shout out some of our uh, sponsors and ad partners. Uh, first of all, I want to shout out Amazon Audible. Now, Amazon Audible is the world's largest producer and provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books. With a customer-centric approach to technological innovation and superior programming, Audible has reinvented a media category and is the driving force behind today's audio and entertainment revolution. Now, of course, I've continuously gone on and on about how great Audible is. And with my free trial, right, with my trial today, AmazonAudible.com or AudibleTrial.com forward slash the TLB podcast, you get 30 days free trial with a free book, with a free book, okay? You can go and read Michelle Obama's book. I have to read it because I literally just watched the, uh, just watched the documentary. It makes me want to read the book even more. So, Literally, I have a list of books that um, are literally on the cusp of um, of getting read. Uh, right now, I'm reading Amanda Seals. Again, it's still, uh, it's a lot of things that I'm reading, but I'm still reading Amanda Seals. Um, so make sure that you go check out Amazon Audible. They have a wide range of, um, um, of books, millions and millions of copies, but they just don't have that. They have... Uh, guided wellness programs, theoretical performances, and A-list comedies, and they're starting to do Audible originals that you can't find anywhere else, all right? So make sure that you go check out my 30-day free trial with a free book. That's audibletrial.com forward slash TLB podcast right now. And, of course, we got to shout out the best chicken and fish spot in Grand Rapids. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, Four Brothers Fitch, uh, Chicken and Fish. Um, we got to send some love out to them. Uh, make sure that you go check out our special, our COVID-19 special, which is 10 Wings now. Uh, ten wings with uh, with fries and a can of pop for nine ninety nine. Can't can't beat that. Okay, I literally just had one, right? Literally just had one yesterday. And it was amazing. You know what I'm saying? It was oh, it's beautiful. Well, today is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, eight nineteen in the morning. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody. But yeah, I had one yesterday, last night. Beautiful, it's great. Uh, so make sure that y'all go check out that special. They're available at both locations. Um, 1975 Madison Avenue Southeast and 4720 South Division Avenue. All right, make sure that y'all go check them out. Truthfully, the one on South Division, the one on Division um, South has better parking. Just to let y'all know, <laughs> has better parking. So make sure that y'all go check out uh, Four Brothers if you're in the Grand Rapids area. All right, listen. Um, I hope everybody's been staying safe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, listening to the sound of my voice and watching me. Uh, I hope that you are staying safe. I hope that you are. Um, out here just continuing to be conscious uh, with your time and with your space and with everything that's going on right now. Um, listen, we are back on the train. We have rerouted <laughs> back onto our regular scheduled programming, kind of, in a way. Um, because during those one gotta go challenges, it was for, for me, those one gotta go challenges were really, really dope. You know what I'm saying? So I really wanted to continue to interact um, and creative ways to continue to engage with my audience. So, um, thank you to everybody that participated in the one gotta go challenges. I think they were amazing. I might bring some back depending on, 
um, depending on how I want to shift again. Uh, so we'll see how that goes because I think it went really, really well. But we are back on describing some 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 dope spots in um, Detroit, within Detroit. And I couldn't, it was crazy because once I was, um, once I started to put up some pictures, I thought I only had like three places that I wanted to talk about, but it was actually four, right? I always want to try to get y'all for three or four places, minimum four, right? Like, if it's three, okay. But if it's, like, four places, I want to give y'all concrete four places. My opinions on them. My rankings on them. And these four places that I started out with um, to re uh, reinvigorate this, um, you know, reinvigorate Detroit um, with my episode and bring back, um, bringing it back, I have four places in my, well, first of all, I already had two places in my, I had Kobo and I had Bella, right? No, actually, I had uh, State Fairgrounds. And the first thing that literally came to my mind, right, was one Coney Island spot. And we're going to talk about that one first. It was one Coney Island spot that came to my mind. And my mom, it was Mother's Day. Shout out to all the moms out there again. Happy belated Mother's Day to all the moms. Um, literally, on Mother's Day, I called her. She was like, yeah, I'm about to go to this. I'm about to go to our spot up in Ferndale. I'm like, Ma, what is that spot? Because that spot literally is is like home for me, right? And it's called Sam's Ferndale's uh, Sam's Ferndale Grill, right? And it's a nice little just. It's not a hole in the wall type of thing, but it's a nice little restaurant, Coney Island Coney Island spot, and. It's not just the people. No, I'm sorry. It's not just the food that's good, right? Because every time we would go there every time after church, like that would be our church spot. Like we had a church spot, right? There was another church spot that was right on Southfield, right next to uh, a mobile gas station, right? Always um, that Coney Island, I have to get that from my mama too, because I got to showcase them. But that Coney Island was always packed, right? Because everybody that we knew at our church would go. Right, everybody at our at our, at our um, that we knew at church would go to this particular spot because at this at this spot they had great breakfast. And here's the thing: Coney Islands around town have amazing breakfast. That's why I will always love the breakfast when it comes to Coney Island because it is phenomenal. Right, it is just phenomenal. So, and they give you a lot. Right, you can literally go home and go to sleep, and you don't have to cook for real. Right, just give me a PB and J sandwich, and I'll be all right for the rack. You okay? I'm just saying. So literally, um, when we started going to Sam's, uh, Sam's Ferndale Grill was literally just uh, to me was like it was so homey, right? The energy every time you walked in, every Sunday when we walked in, every Saturday or Sunday, didn't matter how we might go both times. Um, every Saturday or Sunday that we walked in the door, the energy was always right let me tell you something I, I, I said this again when I did the Coney Saga episodes right and I will say this again black women that work at Coney Islands around Detroit are some of the nicest motherfuckers around do you understand what I'm saying they are some of the nicest people that you will ever encounter behind the counter do you understand what I'm saying like they will come over they make sure you got it to the T they customer service is top fucking not like it is to the exquisite. You understand what I'm saying? They come over, 
what would you like, babe? Would you like some water, orange juice? And they come over at least like maybe, and they know the time, right? You know how servers come over. They, they, they sometimes even wait too long or they a little too quick. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even put your food in your mouth. How's the food? Well, damn, nigga, can I eat? You know what I'm saying? But they have this thing where they know exactly when to come over to you. You know what I'm saying? Like they, it's just like a, like a, like a tick in their mind or a time. And they're the only ones that I know who who can get it spot on. Like I can be halfway through a meal and be like, "Damn, I need some." Boom, she right there. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how Sam's was. Like boom. You know what I'm saying? Like, dang, ma, you want you need some? She's like, "Yeah, I need some." Boom, right there. I'm like, "Girl, we ain't even say." God damn, you know what I'm saying? And one particular instance that I remember being at Sam. Me and my mom was eating breakfast, packed as always, right? In the in, in, on Sunday mornings for real, because you know that's after church. Everybody want to get some breakfast and everything, and, and and continue the fellowship with everybody, right? So um, we get to Sam's, and um, you know we get our, our our breakfast. I usually get a big man breakfast, hearty. Uh, what was it called? The hearty man breakfast. Y'all know I was a fat kid that loved K back then. So literally. I get a hearty man breakfast, and the hearty man breakfast was like three eggs, like three pieces of sausage, two pieces of bacon, massive hash brown, and like two pancakes. Eat it all. No problem. And I remember she, the our, our waitress bringing the bill and letting us know that somebody already paid for it. And we said, wait, what? We was like, for real? So that the it was like a that day specifically it was like a chain of events somebody just paid it for it you know what i'm saying and we pay then we turned around and we paid with somebody else's food then they turned the energy that was in sam's it was just like black love energy like everybody was in there was kinfolk you know like just 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 major kinfolk and we don't even know each other like that but it's just love like, they brought a sense of energy. They brought a sense of love. They brought a just sense of black community. When it came to it, like, it was, it, for me, that was one of the only Coney where I could sit down in there, especially in the morning, and really just connect and fellowship with my fellow black men, my OGs, uh, my old heads, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Have a conversation or two. You know, pastor may camp, a pastor may come in, a deacon may come have conversations you know what i'm saying people asking me what am i doing after high school and everything like those were the type of conversations that we were having my mama sitting here you know so sam's grill will always get like a a 4.5 out of me i've never had any food for it i think i've had their chili cheese fries and they're good right but i've never had their food for it. i've never had like their burgers um gyros or you know um even the Coney dogs, like we only go during breakfast, and that's like for me, I don't know. That's like the only time that I want to go. I have specific times. I have a specific Coney's for specific times, if that makes sense. And I know that if you're from Detroit, that makes a lot of sense, you know, because sometimes you can't go to the same Coney for everything, you know. Um, there are some, right? But for me, Sam's Grill will be the best one for um, breakfast in the morning. Or the other ones that I need to ask my mama about on Southfield Road. Um, but those two would be the best for breakfast or handball. Um, if I wanted a good Coney, I'm going down 
to Nikki D's on Seven Mile in Greenfield to give me some good food. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's just spotty, right? So I'm always gonna give Sam's Grill a four four point five out of five and a nine and a eight point five nine out of ten because it just wasn't the food; it was the energy. The energy was always right. The experience that you came up in. Now, I'm always I'm always loving experiences. How was my experience with you or with this place? And with this place, it was just amazing. The fact that I wanted to literally like, yo, my, what's this place name? Because I know we hold so many memories in this place. So it was just, it's just a dope uh, spot that I think everybody, when this quarantine um, comes to an end, needs to go to. All right, listen, let's get to one of the legendary spots um, that we're going to talk about today. Because we have three legends on the docket, right? Like, after Sam's, there's three legends that we have to talk about. First of all, Cobo Hall. Now, if you don't know, if you, let me just hit a disclaimer real quick. If you're from Detroit, you listening, and you don't know the next three of these that I'm about to talk about, um, you you definitely need to revoke your Detroit car. Um, if you're not from Detroit and don't know these three places, um, you probably don't need to come to Detroit. <laughs> no, but um, if you are in Detroit, you know about Cobo Hall. You've seen Cobo Hall. You've been to the North American International Auto Show at Cobo Hall. You feel what I'm saying? Um, Cobo Hall has been a... I don't... I can't even count on my hand how many times I've been to Cobo Hall. From the adolescent child stages to high school. I can't even count on my hand. I think I went to... I think literally for five years straight, five or ten years straight between that, I went to literally every auto show. Every last one. <laughs> like, and before Kobo made this big grand re-innovation um, with his building, it was still huge to me. Right? Kobo Hall still looked like a big-ass fortress. You understand what I'm saying? Like, imagine you... I can I can I can just see me coming home with my grandma from work. She used to work down at the county building. She was a city clerk, so she would go down there, and I would go down there with her sometimes just for work. And my grandma would wake the fuck up. Do you hear me? She she'll be at work by six. Everything is open by eight. She is the only person in there by six. Her and the janitor. <laughs> okay, the only motherfucker, and they gave her the access. She was the only mother to have the access. My grandma was the only person. So I was like, God damn. So literally, imagine you going home after work and you go down on the freeway and you hit the freeway and you're just looking up and you see this big ass building that just said Kobo. And I'm just like, yo, that shit crazy. That was the first time I ever seen it. And it was huge to me. I felt like Cobo Hall was like one of the biggest spots in the world. Like, seriously, like, I mean, as a kid, I really was just like, whoa, this is huge. Touching the cars and everything. Cobo Hall was amazing. Um, it just had a lot of, at the time, Cobo was, Cobo was, even though it was big and the inside was nice, Cobo's outside was looking horrible for a long time. And I, I, I'm glad they got to the re, uh, um, the restructuring process uh, process of it because honestly, I was looking at it like, yo, this is, you know. Um, but I think the legend of it, the the um, the story behind Cole, because Cole has been there before I was alive, damn there, you know what I'm saying, and 
like I said, I've seen so much, I've been to so much down, down at Kobo that I can't even, like, put it into words. I've been to the auto show, they've had concerts, they, they've had everything in that thing. And it's huge. I haven't been since. Like, since I got to college, I haven't been at all. But I know they've reinvented, they re- reinvented it. They've, they've done some uh, remodeling. And it looks great now. You understand what I'm saying? It really, really, really looks great. But I know that a lot of people, a lot of people, especially for me, Kobo is a legend. Right? Kobo is legendary. It is a stable. And I think if you take Kobo away, hopefully not, knocking on wood, right? But if, if in, in the event that they just decide to take Kobo away, it would it would probably be a detriment to the community. Right? Because we all grew up on Kobo Hall. You know what I'm saying? We grew up on Bell Isle, right? We grew up on the Michigan Fairground. You know what I'm saying? We grew up on the Michigan State Fair. You know? And that's where I'm about to go next, right? These are legendary spots that are either not here or still here or, you know, getting uh, uh, remodeled and reinvented and everything. But at the same time, when I was just thinking about these old, these, these, these legendary spots, I'm like, man, I know there are stories that people have about these places that I want to know, right? And just thinking about Corbo and how it impacted me, right? To see so many, because if you think about it, all the cars that we've seen back then, they probably have now shifted to now, right? All the all the luxuries, the Mercedes Benzes and the um, uh, the Ferrari five thousands and five hundreds and shit like that, like. All of those cars are now in stock now, right? Those cars are now actually drivable. So it was just like seeing, I, I was picturing it back in my mind, like, damn, some of these cars that I was touching young, that I was touching on when I was younger at the auto show, these little, these motherfuckers are on the road now, you know? And those are the same motherfuckers that be dying and. <laughs> <laughs> I think the auto show is where Tesla actually um, showcased his first car. I think. Don't get me lying. But I believe that is um, what happened. But I'm telling you, if if Cobo Hall was to leave right now, I don't know where you would bring so much attraction, right? Like, we have some area. You know what I'm saying? We have the the Fox. Like, we have some things that 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 I still have to go through, right? But at the same time, I'm like, Cobo Hall, though. Just like the Detroit Fox Theater was, it's, it's a staple. It's a it's a legendary staple. And just like the Fox, it would it would be sick if it left. It would be sick. I would be sick because you you can't. For me, you just can't now go down the. If Cobo had to leave, you would just now have to. You couldn't go down the freeway. And look at the big old Cobo sign. Um, I mean, Cobo sign. You know? You've been looking at that for like 20 plus. Right? And then it's now just boom. So, Cobo always gets like a... It's like a 4. 4 out of 5 for me. Um, always an 8. 8.5 out of 10. Uh, depending on the event and everything like that. But Cobo Hall is huge. It's got re, uh, remodeled, reinvented. Uh, so, shout out to them. Uh, the next person, the next place that I want to talk about is a spot um, 
that also was probably a lot more near and dear to my heart than fucking Coco Hall, let me tell you, okay? Um, I can tell you that before this spot decided to absolutely close and put, they put a mire there now with, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings and shopping centers and shit, uh, the Michigan State Fair was a family thing that we went to every fucking year. Every year. Like, the State Fair grounds was, uh, <clears throat> it was something to look forward to. The State Fair, right, right on 8 Mile and Woodward down there. You understand what I'm saying? Right there. Every year when I was younger, would go. No cap. Get you a good. That's why I experienced. That's why I first experienced the power of roller coasters, <laughs> right? The power of an elephant ear. The power of a corn dog. The power of a. Um, the power of like fried Oreos and shit. Like this is where, the the amusement park, um type of kid came out of me there was the foundation so every time i would want to go fuck a michigan adventures i want to go to the michigan state fair for one it was right in my fucking backyard you understand what i'm saying i'm living i'm living on um i'm living on pier to the living at this point at this point right you're literally in my backyard why the fuck do i want to go to michigan adventures when i have the state fair literally right here right so we Absolutely went to the state fair every fucking time. And I used to be a scaredy cat, right? They had the little, they had the the uh, the shorter power tower, but even still, that bitch was high. And I remember getting on, on, on that bitch and started crying. You feel what I'm saying? Because I'm like, oh, hell no, this bitch keep going, keep going up and down. Up and I said, get me the fuck up off this motherfucker. I'm crying to jail, dog. Get me. But it was the experience, y'all. The experience of the Michigan State Fair was amazing. Just everybody loving on each other. You know what I'm saying? Just loving, you know, their kid. And, and, and here's the thing. Like, everybody loved it. Parents will become kids again, right? You feel what I'm saying? Because this was a thing. The Michigan State Fair was a thing that, like, we would walk around the whole motherfucking, like, Lot, they would have the animals stinking in the barn. Okay, hay and all of that shit. Horses pooping and uh, giving birth, cows pooping and giving birth and shit. You just like what the hell? But this was what it was, right? You got major. Um, you had at the time when it was really really big. You had um, you had like the little shops and shit like that. Like you had the little, um, the the actual um, the little games were actually on the side, right? They had them on the side one time, and every time you just whoop, 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 had enough space for people to walk, people to drive. You can go in the bar, go check out the. It was it was such a, it was such like a a, a moment that. I went, like I said, every year. And it didn't matter. I went every year. Right? Because it was just the experience. The experience of just going and having fun in this hot. Right? Going and having fun, getting the elephant here, going on the roller coaster, going on the power tower. You know what I'm saying? Going to pet some sheep, 
going to ride a horse, going to sit here and um, see my friends and my mama kick it with her girlfriends while they're here. You know what I'm saying? It's, it was that type of shit, you know, you know, making sure somebody, uh, making sure I hit a nigga in the dunk tank. You know what I'm saying? It's shit like that. You know, playing playing the basketball game. You know what I'm saying? It's shit like that. It was shit like that. Like, always. We always left with an elephant here. Every time. So, when it came to um, the Michigan State Fair, just started to get real smaller. Right? It started to get very, very small over a gradual, like, over time. And I remember it got to a point where it was just only a parking lot thing. Right? And I remember, like, damn, this is, I told him, I'm like, man, this is smaller than what it was. She was like, yeah, yeah, it is smaller than what it was. Because if you think about it, Michigan State Fair had everything. Had a big-ass lot, right? At that point, it got to a point where it was just in a section of a parking lot. And then after the section of a parking lot, they stopped it for good. And I think ever since then, for me personally, and just to see how the city reacted to it, it didn't react too well to to the the fairgrounds uh, or the Michigan State Fair shutting down. And I think continuously riding past that building, um, which I, I I have it in my heart that that the State Fair will, will come back to that place, right? Because that's just that's just that's just where. For me, that's just where the legend began for me. So um, to continuously ride past that place sometimes and, you know, look to my right and see that big old building and just to see, like, you know, trees and, you know, tall grass over it and, you know, cars over there. But, you know, it's a mire over here now. Um, It's weird. You know what I'm saying? It's weird. It's it's really weird because it was, I think to this day, I think um, it would have still been a... A, a, a staple, a big, big staple within the city. Um, you know, I think people didn't want to keep going enough, you know, like a lot of, because it was in Detroit, you know, people would have to come down from West Michigan, you know what I'm saying, to come to the State Fair. Now, I don't know where the State Fair is now, but I'm probably sure it's closer to up here. And that's the thing, like, don't take it out of a a city or a community where it's like, this is it, you know? So, um, yeah, I really hope that the state fair does come back. It was, it was, it was, it was a staple, man. It was, it was beautiful. It was legendary. And just connecting people together and, um, just having so much love for people. Like state fair was just it, you know? So for me, the state fair will always get a five out of five. Um, it will always get a 10 out of 10. Um, even with the stanky goats and cows and all that shit, it was the experience. And I loved the experience. Every time I went, I loved the experience. Whether I wanted to get on a roller coaster or not, whether I wanted to, whether I was forced to get on one or not, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I loved the experience of going to the Michigan State Fair with my mom or with my cousins or with my family, period, and just having fucking fun. You know what I'm saying? That was a time where we couldn't really go to Cedar Point. We couldn't really go to Michigan Adventures for real. But that was my Cedar Point. That was my Michigan Adventure. That was what it was for me. So I really, really hope that the Michigan State Fair does come back to that spot, hopefully. Um, Last place that I want to talk about is 
probably the one of the most legendariest places in Detroit. And literally, here's the thing. Now, I know I've been going in on y'all saying if y'all don't know these places, you will get your Detroit car revoked. But if you don't know this place at all, if you never heard the word at all, then you're definitely going to get revoked here. You have no sympathy for me. If anybody from Detroit, you know, says you don't know this and you say you're from Detroit and you don't know this spot, if you don't know at least some of these, right, that we go over, you're not really Detroit. I'm sorry. Because it's still some things I have to discuss, right, for the next episode. So this spot is the quintessential spot of where I, of where I literally just, one of the spots, just like the fairgrounds where I was just like, this is, this is a spot where I will continuously love forever. And Belle Isle is that spot, right? Now everybody will tell you Belle Isle is the shit. I don't care where you're from. I don't care uh, what part of Detroit you're from. Belle Isle is that shit, right? And as Detroiters, we can crack on Belle Isle. Nobody else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can crack on Belle Isle. Nobody else. But Belle Isle, legend, legend, this beautiful island that sits right outside in the middle between Detroit and Canada, right? And uh, I can tell you, I can count, I can't, no, I'm sorry, I can't count on the number of times I've been to Belle Isle for work, cookout, um, fellowship, everything, right? And the first time going to Belle Isle, I remember going on the giant slide. And if you know the giant slide, you know the giant slide. First time going on the giant slide and literally, you know, they give you those little beanbag shit so you don't burn your ass, right? And it's hot as hell this day. I remember it's hot as hell this day. It's probably like a good 89, 90 degrees. Now, mind you, I'm a Florida boy. I'm used to this shit. This is nothing for me. I cook, whatever. So, um, we get to the top. I get, I slide down, right? And I'm sliding. Ooh, ooh. I get about halfway. I hit this good hump. This hump said, whoop. I said, oh, shit. I'm about to come down. <laughs> And I came down, and the um, the cover kind of had shorts on, so the cover kind of lifted, and I scraped off a lot of my skin, burnt my skin. I said, "Boy, that shit hurt." But for me, it was it, it was like, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I want to do that shit again." But ow, you know what I'm <laughs> but it was just the thought like everybody got burnt on that damn slide, and it didn't matter. Because I was on slide. It was metal as shit. Hot as fuck. You understand what I'm saying? But it was our slide. It was our John slide. It was it was it was metal. So it it was straight silver at first. Then they knew they had to make they had to sit here and make it look appealing. So they changed the color to yellow. Right? Or orange or some shit like that. But literally in different parts you got the the, uh, the conservatory that has all the wildlife and uh not wildlife, but um, trees and plants and everything that they keep conserved over there. Um, you can literally, is there multiple parks? They have multiple events that go on at Bilal. You can have your own event 
Abelow, you know what I'm saying? I think nowadays you do have to pay to get on the island. I don't know. I don't know. Don't give me the line. But um, that's what I have heard, that you have to get on the island to pay. Never in my 25, 26 years of living have I played, paid to to be on Bellout. And I can tell you that none of my uh, my cousins, friends, family, uh, mom, auntie, all of them never paid to be on Bellout. Never. Right now, that's the thing. If it, if if you are saying that we need to pay to be on a on a spot that literally at this point is ours, right? That's crazy. But I mean, I get it. It's becoming a a uh, a citywide attraction again and everything. But um, Bellow is just that that spot where you can just chill. You know what I'm saying? Go to the park, relax. You know, have a cookout with your family, relax, can sit here and um, just park your car, go to the beach. Now, I don't recommend you going to the beach, right? But um, just sitting on the sand and just looking out in the water and just getting getting your mind right. You know what I'm saying? I think for a lot of Detroiters, I think it is a place for for just to get away. You know what I'm saying? Just to get away. Because if you don't know nothing but Detroit, that is the getaway, you know? And I didn't know a lot outside of Detroit until I got to Grand Rapids. So for me, Belal, every time I went to Belal, Belal was like light years away from the actual city. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm on the outside. I'm in the outside world. Right? I can I can breathe. I can sit here and um just have fun, be myself and just don't have to worry about what the fuck that the city got going on. You know what I'm saying? And every time you cross that bridge over to Belal, you're like, man, I'm so excited. Like you see the water and everything. You see the, uh, the the Canadian bridge and everything. The bridge to Canada, you know. And it was just, it was our island. You know what I'm saying? It was our island. We we could just go over there and just chill, relax. You know, um, like I said, cook out if you wanted to. Play, you know. Uh, go to the park if you wanted to. If you just wanted to drive around, right? If you just wanted to drive around, Belal, just to clear your head. You can do that. Why? Because Bill Island is nothing but a big-ass oval. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? It's a big-ass oval. So all it does is literally just driving around. Right? And that's all you wanted to do. That's what you can do. And so the calm and the peace of Bell Island is what Bell Island was and what it, what it brought, what it brought me, and I think what it still brings is just, it, it's amazing to the city, and I know that a lot of people are looking at that uh, spot as a city attraction. I like really really just heavy on this attraction. So I get why um, Bell Island is probably charging people to get on the island, but at the same time, um, it's, it's it should be free. You know what I'm saying? It should be. It should be free. Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to pay to get on this island. Like, it's, there's no hotel here. <laughs> there's never been a hotel on, on Bell Isle as long as I live. You know what I'm saying? The Detroit Yacht Club is there where I have my, um, at my, my prom. But, other than that, like, the conservatory is there. Nobody can stay in the conservatory. Nobody can stay in the yacht club. So I'm just like, why are we paying to get up on here? Just just let us live. And just allow people to experience the outside world of Detroit for them. Right? Because, like I said, there are people who are just, they just know Detroit. That's all they know. So when they go to Belle Isle, that's their, their Canada. That's their Europe. That's their... Um, 
you know, hell, that's they out of state, you know what I'm saying, just to get out. So I appreciate Belal, man. Belal, um, I really met some great people at Belal. I had a lot of kisses at Belal. I acted up at Belal, do you hear me? Um, worked um, a lot of times at Belal. Um, cleaned up Belal for the for the places that I worked with. Um, it was great, man. So I would give definitely Belal a um, four out of five. Um, and an eight out of eight point five out of ten. The only thing that I would say is the beach is trash. You understand what I'm saying? Now, this Bellows Beach, and I will be honest, Bellows Beach is disgusting. It is. It's nasty. I've seen kids. I've seen parents. I've seen people pee shitting all of that in that water. And we always said, driving by that damn beach, we said we will never, ever, and I never ever went to that beach ever i don't give a damn how much sand is there i don't give a damn if the water is sky blue clear nope not going up in there it ain't happening no ham no wham bam no turkey no sliced okay so listen y'all i appreciate y'all for kicking it with me we'll be back with another great episode i want to talk to you about some places that i didn't go that i want to go to that i want to experience because there's so much there's so much that I've experienced in Detroit, but being here in Grand Rapids over the past seven to eight years, there's a lot of things that I truly, truly miss and that I truly have not experienced. So we're going to talk about those next week. Um, definitely one is the Detroit Fox Theater, literally probably on the level, if not past the level of like Belle Isle and Cobo in legendary status when it comes to Detroit. So it's just like one of those, that's one of the places that I really, really want to go to experience a fucking concert in you understand what i'm saying like my grandma's been my cousin has been my mom has been in every time i remember her going to see luther right she was like i went to go see luther and it was amazing she went to go see charlie wilson and it was amazing every time she goes to see charlie wilson at the fox he comes to the fox every time it is it is something of a memorable experience i can tell you now that when she went um, to see him, she went by herself. She ended up with three friends by the end. <laughs> her, her, her and these girls, they just ended up kicking their shoes off. Charla! Charla! You know, it was... <laughs> but we'll talk about all of that next week. I appreciate y'all. Make sure that y'all follow us on um, any of all platforms that you listen to podcasts on. That is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, Google, um, did we say, I said that right, man, um, what else, you can listen to me on my website at www.tyronthehicks.com forward slash the DW Podcast, oh, we're also on iHeartRadio as well, so check us out there, um, make sure that you check out our past, our newest episode for the Opinionated Brother, we'll be dropping an uh, After Dark episode tomorrow, um, you can check out that now. You go to my website as well, click the, the Opinionated Brother link, and then you can check out that. Um, if you would like to sponsor or advertise, you know, be an advertising partner, you can do that as well. You can go to my website at www.tyronjake.com forward slash um, advertising partners, and then you can fill out the um, form, and we'll get back to you in about two business days if you're interested. All right? I love you guys. Peace, love, and hair grease. Continue to stay healthy out here. Continue to stay safe. Um, to all my essential workers out here, we appreciate you. We love you. Um, and yeah, be easy, stay greasy. Peace, love, and hair grease, people. Love. We out here.
I forgot I gotta go back to the new though. Hmm. Uh, stop.